0: Welcome to Flip It or Skip It, brought to you by WorthPoint, the world's largest antiques and collectibles pricing and research database. Buy right, sell right, and profit more with WorthPoint. Now, let's meet our hosts.
1: Hi, everybody. I'm Dana Crawford. And I'm Wayne Jordan. In today's episode, number 62 of Flip It or Skip It, we're going to be talking about old electronics.
0: Ooh, I got a whole closet full of those things. (laughs) (laughs) Really, I was looking uh, a week or so ago, I was moving some things around and I found uh, four flip phones, three laptops, a couple of little digital recorders, just baskets and baskets of stuff. And I suppose I could uh, sell it or get rid of it, but it's kind of an involved process. The old computers have got have personal information of mine. Mm. They've got my tax returns. And I, I suppose I could go in there and clean all of that up and get rid of it, but it's a commitment of time. And I have so many demands on my time right now that I, I choose to keep going forward rather than fixing all of these yep. uh, problems in the past. <laughs> I'll let my kids deal with it.
1: <laughs> there you go. I know every time I, I guess I'm an Apple iPhone freak. When when a new one comes out, I've got to have it, even though I don't need it. and But I want it. So every time one comes out, I go direct to Apple and buy it. And then I'll take a look at their, uh, return, you know, for exchange on my old one. And sometimes it's a good deal. Sometimes it's a quick turnaround. I can just send mine in, or I can check eBay. And nine times out of 10, I'm going to make more money. I'm going to get more money back if I do it, if I sell it through eBay. Mm-hmm. The thing is, You do have some um, risks of returns. I think the return rate and problems are a little higher in the electronics area, unless you're very clear the reason why you're, you're, you're selling it. You can't say, if you say selling for parts, which I see a lot of people doing that, and they'll just say, doesn't work selling for parts. Well, then you're probably protected if you go that route. Yeah, so when you're when you're think considering selling your phone on eBay, it's very very important to be very clear and accurate in your description because you know, you're going to run into issues and then does it have a SIM card and right. research is so important as always, which we can't stress enough, but especially on items like that.
0: Well, plus with phones and and some other things they have electronic serial numbers on them. And I think it's important to, to track that serial number or to, to call the phone service provider or the manufacturer because phones get lost and people find them, people steal them. And sometimes, especially with, with iPhones, they're, they're locked. Uh, there's, in town here, there's a, a pawn shop That has a a few blocks away has a sign in their windows saying that they no longer take iPhones because they've had so many people come off the street and want to sell them, and they're locked, which means they were probably stolen. Sure. But let's say if I if I lost my smartphone and I reported it to Verizon that it was stolen uh, or lost or whatever, uh, they would make a record of it. And then sometimes uh, if folks will then find their phone, you know, under a couch cushion or whatever, they'll find their phone and they'll continue to use it, but they won't call the phone company and say, oh, I found it. So the record can be cleaned up. So if they get a few years down the road, they want to sell it on their own. They may not be able to if at some point it was reported. Sure. So uh, there's... A lot of things to consider. Generally speaking, if you're selling secondhand electronics, it's important that the things work. Uh-huh. And there are so many variations of operating systems and uh, apps that have come and gone. And and who knows if you get a phone, for example, I bought a few months back. I bought a new phone. I still can't get the thing to work. And I, if I had bought that from eBay, it would be gone already. But I go down to the Verizon store and they say, oh, no, here's the problem. And, you know, you're just a, <laughs> a dumb old guy. So, and here's how you fix it. So, it is important to uh, to make sure that things are working and that you uh, understand
1: the status of it before you try to sell it. Yeah, they're kind of a pain to ship, to be honest with you. The The big computers, the the old school desktops desktops yeah <laughs> yeah they're kind of a pain to ship but they can be shipped i have shipped them i've had people ship them to me <laughs> to sell for them really? and then <laughs> and then ship them out and
0: but, but i wouldn't think that that would be very profitable with all the shipping back and forth
1: Yes this this particular gentleman client of mine was from Denver and he was a big time gamer and it was a high end gaming system right. that was a big desktop right. box <laughs> and it had all the bells and whistles of um you know the headphones and and the special lit up lighted keyboard and mouse and you know all of the the fancy schmancy and we're talking 1000 over $1000 equipment
0: right
1: but yeah he boxed it all up and shipped it to me <laughs> you
0: sold it on eBay I well, did how how was the sale how much did you get for it
1: yeah it was it was 1200 for for that and he was over the moon over the moon with it he had it he also sent me some um, an electric guitar. He sent me some very high end items mm-hmm. that was a lot of fun to sell, but I'll be honest with you. I, I, uh, I don't like taking electronics except for ham radios <laughs> <or> <laughs> like, like electronics, like computers. I refuse phones. I do get calls all the time. Hey, Dana, I've got all these phones. I moved here from Miami you know will you list them on eBay for <laughs> me no so i i don't even go that direction i get emails at least once a month uh, at telling me that they have a huge um, iphone collection and sure. would i sell them on eBay or they'll write to me and say i got thrown out of eBay <laughs> yeah they're <laughs> trying to sell my phones they're trying to work. sell my phones so could you sell my phones and yeah so it's It's tricky listing phones on eBay, bottom line. Right. Electronics, computers, um, parts, computer parts. I mean, I've sold, the last one I sold was a Macintosh and you could see through it. It was clear. Right. And it wasn't high end. It wasn't um, one of the earlier ones. It was probably an 80s or 90s one. Right. But it sold for like $85. It wasn't. But had I been thinking, would it have been better if I took it apart and sold the parts inside the guts
0: you you mean you don't mean disassembling you mean separating the components like the keyboard and the mouse and
1: well no, I mean taking it apart, do you yeah, I'm wondering, I'm wondering
0: do you have the skills to do that no <laughs> <laughs> Well, I got a hammer here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> parts is parts.
0: Parts you is might... <laughs> parts,
1: right. No, but it, it's crossing my mind because when we went to Nebraska with the Worth Point treasure hunt, Eblis um, that joined us, he bought a Macintosh computer that was his original one he said used in college. And I looked them up on, on eBay and Worth Point and they didn't go for much. And I kind of left it alone, but he really wanted it. And come to find out, he was parting it out. And, you know, so actually, WorthPoint has a video about it on their um, YouTube channel. So if you go there, you could just watch it. But he had, um, his goal was selling the keyboard, the mouse, all of those separately. So that was different.
0: Okay, Dana, this is a good spot to take a break. We'll pause for a word from our sponsor. And in the meantime, I'm going to go reboot my phone. Hey, eBay sellers, it pays to know what you've got and what it's worth. That's why you need WorthPoint. Worthpoint WorthPoint.com is the world's largest resource for pricing antiques and collectibles, with millions of items, photos, and sold-for prices. With their free mobile app for iPhone and Android, you can carry the power of WorthPoint right in your pocket, wherever you go. For a 7-day, 7-lookup free trial, go to
1: WorthPoint.com.
0: Okay, we're back. Yours truly Wayne Jordan and Dana Crawford, and we're talking about flipping or skipping used electronics. Let's pick up where we left off.
1: I'm wondering about the guts inside. Well, there's
0: there's a process currently called urban mining. Oh. And urban mining is huge and the concept of urban mining is that in all of these used discarded phones and laptops and computers and monitors and all of those things there are rare metals that are in an increasingly short supply and you can go into these units and pull out those uh, metals and I wrote an article about this for WorthPoint I don't know, a few months back. And the gist of it is that it costs about half as much to go into a landfill, pull out these old electronics, and separate the parts so that you can get to the, the rare metals. It costs half as much as digging holes in the ground, mining the ore, and processing the ore. Because the metals in the computers have already been processed. They're pure, And uh, there are, for example, it's estimated that landfills in Japan currently contain a two-year world supply of gold and silver and indium and platinum. There's just a lot of this kind of thing out there. You think think about it. Uh, Folks will trade in their phones how often? Every three years, five years, something like that. Mm-hmm. It's constant. What do they do with the old one? They do the same thing that I do. I toss it into a basket in the closet with the idea that someday I'll get around to it. And mm-hmm. of course the pile is getting bigger and yeah. I'm adding more baskets. So I'm not getting around to it. But it's big business urban mining. Uh, wow. Belgium Belgium established the first landfill mine in 2014 Uh, and they did it because it's it's cheaper than traditional mining and gives you a larger return on investment it's big business so as long as these things are wiped clean of your personal information then you can accumulate them you can sell them in lots you can sell them to people there are there are companies that advertise online that buy these things and they'll just make you an offer and they'll send you a box to put it in and send it, send it back to them. Most people don't know what to do with them. Just like the lady who sent you your her phones so you could sell them, uh, and you don't want to do it because you don't want to mess with them either. You're stuck. There are 25 states and the District of Columbia have laws that establish electronic waste policies for recycling and, and such. You can't take that stuff to the dump anymore. And uh many times not even thrift shops will, will take it.
1: Wow. I did not know all this.
0: I had to do a lot of uh research for that article.
1: No, oh, that's good.
0: Worthpoint prefers that I back up my assertions.
1: Right. Well thank God that you do, because you don't want to make shit up, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right.
0: I can do it any other time, but I can't do it when I write for Worthpoint.
1: <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah. So it's do you flip them or skip them when you're at the garage sale? You know,
0: I would skip them because I've already got stuff that I'm not dealing with. Right. But if if I made the decision and researched it and found sourcing. If I found that it was going to be a profitable enterprise, I would pick up everything I could find. Sure. Because, you know, if you found gold nuggets on the ground, would you reach down and pick them up? Well, that's what this stuff is. It's got gold and silver and platinum and and, uh, other rare metals in there, and you just reach down and pick it up. But most people don't know that. Most people, it's an annoyance. They know that there's laws in most states about how you can get rid of them and they don't know what to do with them. I used to get calls from estate executors when I was doing sales all the time asking me what to do with all that stuff. And it's become increasingly hard right. to get rid of it. But the, the market for it is actually huge, but not necessarily for the used electronics. It's mm-hmm. the, the metals inside it. But there's also a, a good market for the electronics uh for example think think of the range of of electronics that's out there that people still use on a daily basis but they don't want to spring for new ones like we've already talked about smartphones but and and computers but there's tablets and and smartwatches it equipment for for offices there's there's home technology and uh cases and printers and copiers cameras, power supplies, monitors, the list goes on and on and on. And the interesting thing about dealing in used electronics is that it's an evolving industry. The population continues to grow, and as folks all over the world grow up, most of them get some kind of smartphone. And there are billions of them out there. And they don't buy one and stick with it. They buy one and they keep trading them in and moving up, which makes the old ones valuable because not everybody can afford a new one. I'm not like you, Dan. I'm not going to go out and and spring $2,000 for the the latest iPhone. But if I felt compelled to, to buy an iPhone... I might be satisfied with an iPhone 6 or something. Who who knows? Right now, the only thing I use a phone for is to make phone calls.
1: <laughs> You'd you miss out on texting. And
0: <laughs> I don't miss it at all. I my my fingers are just just too big for those letters and <laughs> I, I'm not real good hitting them with my thumbs yeah. and and besides I don't speak the language. I'd rather pick up the phone and call someone than send them a text. I'll leave them a voicemail.
1: That's exactly how my mother is. She, she I talked to her into getting an iPhone, which was a while back. It's now an iPhone 7, still an iPhone 7 that she has. And she won't switch, but she had texting shut off. so Really? She wants people to call her. And even my children are like, you know, we can't send Nana pictures of the babies. We can't and she says that's what Facebook's for. I go on Facebook. <laughs> to look. Right. Well, I have a home
0: office, I work from home and I have a desktop because I like, you know, really big yeah screens where I can have multiple things open and yeah. I I'm quite comfortable typing. I mean I learned to type in high school. Right. I was, gosh, I was in high school, what, I don't know, two or three years ago at least. <laughs> I'm with you. That's right. So I, I, I think as well on a keyboard as many people do with a pen and paper. I'm the so same. I would rather sit at a keyboard and send someone messages and go on right. mail and social media than, than mess around with, with yeah,
1: texting. Yeah, but you can speak. You can speak to your phone and it types for you. Some words aren't correct, but that's okay. My kids understand. Right.
0: Well, you know, I tried that with my phone, but and then I played it back, and all it said was, damn it. (laughs) I don't know. Was I doing it wrong?
1: (laughs) That reminds me of back in the day when we, I don't know if you ever tried it, when they had the speak, it was called Speak Easily, and you would speak into your computer, and it would type the words out for you. Right, right. Yeah, Yeah, speak. Dictation. Yes, yes. Yeah, remember those and and uh, they didn't work. That didn't work. I tried them.
0: You should try the new one. I use one called Otter, Otter AI, and it it's the best one I've seen. It can really? get al- almost everything. It, it would do our conversation. It would separate into speakers, and you know you still need to clean it up, but it is. Better than ninety percent accurate. Like.
1: Okay, I'll check into it. Yeah, I think it was called Dragon. Was the one
0: Dragon? That, yeah, the Dragon's still around.
1: Yeah, that was the one that I had, and and then I thought it would be a good one for my husband, and he has an Irish accent, and so he would it always whenever I would go to look at his words, it would all say C H I T C H I T C H I T. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> so that didn't seem to work. But I think that the iPhone um, does work pretty good, though, for identifying speaking. I'm with you, though. I don't like typing. I don't like, uh, I mean, I don't like typing on my phone. I'm not very good at it. I have fat fingers. I prefer to use a keyboard. And I will. Start a listing from my phone and save it as a draft and then get back to my desktop so I can type it up properly personally i i if I see them at um, flea markets or garage sales, I'll be honest with you. I pass by the big desktops or the monitors and and the big the big items because I'd rather make money on something else,
0: sure,
1: but. It could be something that someone has a niche for that type of thing. I have had people contact me that, well, years ago, I used to do a podcast back then. It was called an online radio show. And um, I had a guest and all he sold was components that went into computers. Right. And that's all he sold. So, And he was very successful at it. So if it's your interest like I know another man that all he sells is parts to washing machines and dryers sure so if if it's something that's interesting to you I can see it being a possibility right. you wouldn't want to skip them but for right. people like myself that are treasure hunt sellers I would skip it and make money on something else
0: you were saying that if you've got a knack for, electronics, a love for electronics, all things digital, or maybe yeah. even analog, that that would be your thing. You could sh- go out and do it. But for folks like you and me who flip antiques and collectibles, I just don't know enough about it. In fact, yeah. I'm even pretty, uh, pretty particular about what collectibles I buy because yeah. I'm an old-time antiques guy. Yeah, I I can go in and analyze uh, furniture and ceramics and and artwork and that sort of thing and feel pretty comfortable with what I'm doing. Sure. But for electronics, the only thing I know how to do with used electronics is put it in my closet.
1: (laughs) Save it for the kids to put in the dumpster.
0: That's right. (laughs)
1: Let them worry about it. Paybacks are (laughs) hell. You know, here's another thing. Not even – I know – some businesses that had a lot of computers and they'd call me and say, I've got all these computers, you know, can you sell them for me on eBay? And, and, um, they told me that even the schools won't take them. Like no. they want to There's nothing wrong with them. They want to donate them to the schools and the schools won't take them because there's so much involved for them to take, uh, donations like that. So before you go drop off your electronics at, you know, Salvation Army or someplace, you better check and make sure that they even take them.
0: Sure. Well, plus, if you're getting a, a wide variety of different makes and models and operating systems, that's that's an IT nightmare mm-hmm. for a school. Most schools are going with Chromebooks. Yeah. Okay, Dana, we've come to the end of another episode. I'm, I'm looking at the time on my Apple Watch, and, and oh my goodness, my blood pressure is high. <laughs> well that's it and and I'll see you next week. Bye Wayne. Bye Dana. You've been listening to Flip It or Skip It, brought to you by Worthpoint.com, the world's largest antiques and collectibles pricing and research database. Buy right, sell right and profit more with Worthpoint.